Thank you. I told Steve that I listened to that on the way into church this morning on the CD. I love that uh, song, so thank you. Well, today's Father's Day, and we are going to look at Psalm 127. The first two verses of that psalm have to do with building a house. Now, we know there are steps in building a house. First of all, you find a location where you're going to build. You determine the cost of the house, and after you know those two things, then you can design the house that you're going to build. But verses 3 through 5 deal with building a home. Now, there is a difference in having a house and in having a home. You and I know people who have perhaps elaborate, beautiful houses, but that does not necessarily mean that they have a home there. So that's going to be our focus today. Take your Bibles, turn with me to Psalm 127, beginning in verse number 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen keep awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to retire late, to eat the bread of painful labors, for he gives to his beloved even in his sleep. Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They shall not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. Now, fathers, we all understand that as fathers, we have been given tremendous responsibility. And one of the things that we are to do is to mature our families, our children, those who look up to us. And the first step that we take in doing that, as we establish the target for them, we establish a goal, we establish a target, we help them to do that, And the first is, of course, spiritual. It is leading our children to faith in Jesus Christ. Now, that is foundational. Everything else is built on that. So, men, your first responsibility is to lead your family to Christ, that you establish that foundation, that spiritual foundation. Now, then, after we have done that, then we want our children to grow up with wisdom, This morning in my devotional time, I happened to be reading in Proverbs 90, verse number 12, which says, So teach us to number our days, that we may present to thee a heart of wisdom. And then in Proverbs chapter 10, verse number 1, A wise son makes a father glad. All right, men, so what we want then is for our children to grow up in wisdom. We want them to have godly wisdom. For them to do that, that means then that they must be able to think for themselves. I suppose every home has gone through this scenario. Johnny comes home and says he wants to go somewhere. And the father or the mother says, well, you can't go. And he says, why not? Jimmy's going. And then our response, as you already know, is if Jimmy jumped off a cliff, would you jump off a cliff too? Now, I know that makes no sense. But the point that we are trying to make is that we want you to think. We want you to consider for yourself. Now, parents, 
Here is the challenge that we have in getting our children to think for themselves. You see, when they are young, when they are little, we pretty well tell our children what is right, what is wrong, what they are to do, what they are not to do. Now that if we never allow them to challenge, if we never allow them to ask questions about our decisions, about our conclusions, then they acquiesce to us and those conclusions are not convictions. They simply acquiesce to us as parents doing what we say because we are their authority. Now, here's the danger with that. When they never come to their own conclusions, they never come to their own convictions, when they then go off to college, they simply transfer the authority away from the parent to the professor. And the professor might be sharing things that are absolutely contrary to what you've been teaching. So it is very important that we allow our children to question. That we allow them to ask us questions and to challenge us in a safe environment. I have always believed it to be important with your children that they can ask any question they want to. Because what you want to do is to help them reach godly conclusions that become their convictions and then they have godly wisdom. We want them to have wisdom. And then if the Lord leads them to marry, that might be contrary to wisdom, I'm not sure. But if the Lord leads them to marry, then we want them to establish godly homes. And so we try to help them. We try to help them set that as a target, that they're going to have a godly home. For instance, we want our sons to be godly husbands, do we not? Cecilia Norman, a friend of ours from Oklahoma, was celebrating her birthday. Linda and I were there. She and John, her husband, grew up in a small town in Oklahoma. They fell in love. They married. And now then more than 40 years has passed, and they're having this birthday celebration for her. John gave a toast to his wife, and he said, She has my heart forever. That's what we want for our sons, is it not? We want our sons to meet someone, to fall in love, and to give their heart to that woman for the rest of her life. We want them to be godly husbands. We want our daughters to grow up to be godly wives. So we try to help them. Fathers, that's our job. See, we help them establish the target. We, we help them with the goals as they are working through the goals of life. And then concerning the careers that they choose, we try to help them with that. We try to help them with that target. Now, most of our kids, of course, are going to have a career outside the home. Let me give you some advice about that, especially you young people. As you're deciding what you're going to do, as you seek the Lord as to what he wants you to do, do what you love. Love what you do, and the money will take care of itself. Now, if the only motivation for you is that I am going to pursue money, finances, then you will have a job, but you will not have a career. So let the Lord lead you as to what you're going to do. And I can promise you it will be maybe not what you had planned, but it will be an exciting adventure that God will bless So most of our children, as they grow up, they're going to choose a profession. They're going to choose a career outside the home. But some 
are going to choose a career inside the home. It irritates me when I hear someone denigrate a woman who is a homemaker, who stays home and takes care of the family. My wife is a homemaker. And for heaven's sake, she, her contribution to our family is far greater than mine has ever been. And so we need to encourage our children. That's what I'm saying to you, fathers, as they are trying to decide, what are you going to be when you grow up? Where, what are you going to do? Help them with that. Help them establish the targets of life. That includes marriage. That includes their career. It includes citizenship. Help them to be responsible citizens. Fathers, teach your children to be responsible people. You see, today we have become a, a, a society of victims. Nobody's responsible for anything. They're not responsible for their actions. They're not responsible for their inaction. They're not responsible. Somebody else is to blame. Society's to blame. The education system's to blame. Politics is to blame. The Supreme Court's to blame. Somebody else is to blame, but it isn't my fault. Teach your children to be responsible. And that includes teaching them to pay their own bills. And I would do that early. Bill Cosby spoke at a graduation some years ago at USC. I think I saw this in the paper, so I wrote it down because I thought it was excellent. As he spoke to those graduates, he said, All across this great nation, people are graduating and hearing they are going forth. My concern is whether they know where forth is. The road home is already paved. Forth is not back home. We love you and are proud of you, and we are not tired of you, but we could get tired of you. <laughs> forth could be next door to us, but you pay the rent. You see, teach your children responsibility, man. Let them learn what it means to have a dollar and to, and to be responsible for the dollar. Whenever they get married, they need to understand that that family now becomes their responsibility. Listen, it's great to be a grandparent. I, I said it's great to be a father. Probably the only thing better than that is to be a grandfather. It's great to be a grandfather. But it's not so good if you have the responsibility of your children's children. Now, I understand that sometimes that's unavoidable, but that certainly is not ideal. So what, what does a father do? A father helps his children establish the targets for life. You're there. You, you've lived longer. You have more wisdom, or at least you should have. So you help your child establish the targets for life. And then you release the child to the target. Verse number four. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. James Dobson wrote, give your children the time and freedom to discover themselves, even if they appear not to be searching. 